Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brutes, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Matt. Yeah, by the time Erica comes back, she's going to have like 40 gallons of wine. What? A, what? Yeah. 40 gallons? 40 gallons. That's a lot of wine. I'm just guessing. Because she's in the middle of wine season. Yeah, beer and wine hobby. Which, I can't wait to see Erica again. Because we totally didn't record these episodes back to back to back, did we? No, why would we do that? Same time, money, gas, silence. silence. Stop telling our secrets. Oh, cut it, cut it, cut it. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so we have an awesome episode this week. If you listen to our outro that I did in one breath, if not, go back and listen. It's amazing. Yeah, we got Mike from Stellwagon all the way down in the South Shore. Actually, I very much enjoyed that trip down to the South Shore. It was fun. It's it fun. was hot that day. Definitely hot. It was really hot. That was the first day I cut sleeves off my shirt and, and showed off the, you know, the old pythons. Oh, those? That's what you call those? Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. Garden snakes is what they are right now. Yeah. But maybe by the end, well, I'm going to say by the end of uh, fall season of beer, they're still going to be garden snakes. But yeah. end of winter, because I don't love winter beers pythons okay yeah uh but yeah we have had a lot of fun we had a uh, brewtoberfest last weekend which we tapped our brave noise beer that was done with erica jenna from wormtown my friend david and uh yeah it was a lot of fun i'm very pleased with how it came out we hit all our numbers and it tastes awesome i haven't had it yet so i'm excited you will have it and you're gonna love it i can't wait yeah it's very drinkable you know 4.2 percent just like super super easy super smooth and it helps when you have a professional brewer with you yeah probably definitely definitely does so thank you jenna and thank you erica who is way more of a better brewer than i am on the homebrew side as well and probably ever will be i i that's a challenge i'd like to be i'd like to be just as good as her you got a lot of work i definitely have a lot of work yeah we do we do ryan should we brew a beer before the winter yeah, why not? I think our listeners should tell us what beer we should brew. Okay. What beer should we brew, brew its listeners? We're going to put a poll on our Instagram, letting our listeners decide what beer we brew next. We're just going to give them options? We're going to give them four options. Okay, good. Yeah, so, because there's going to be plenty of beer that they probably want us to brew that I'm like not interested in. I'm probably going to be honest with you. It's going to be like Hefeweizen. I have the cooling for the spike brewing tank, so I'd like to do a lager if possible. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down to try a double IPA because like I've never done it. Yeah, why not? Or New England style. Yeah. That should be the third. That should be the four. Yeah. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. I hope somebody, I hope we do Hef. That is a good one. That's a great one. And it's like really shows if you're a good brewer or not, because there's no hiding behind that. Yeah. And I think by then, you know, the, the, the kind of like memory of the summer, because there were some really good Hefeweizens out yeah. here this summer, um, yeah, that were. will kind of like go away. So if ours is like, okay. And it's drinking it well. Still be oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. You know, very, very excited for it's that. It's hard to compete with some of these other Hefeweizens yeah, that were around. Well, you know what? I think we're just going to go to the episode because now I'm just dreaming of Hefeweizen. Hell yeah. All right. I'm going to take a Hefeweizen now. Cheers. Sleepy. Cheers. All right. So we'll go. Uh, yeah. Starting with Matt, we'll just say our names in the microphones. Yep. Matt. Erica. Mike. And Matt, whenever you're ready. I'm not ready. Wow. Would you be ready now? Okay. All right, cool. All right, Erica and Sound Guy Ryan. Let's like not start with all right. You do that all the time. Just be crazy. Like a pet peeve of mine. Anywho, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> as it turns out, we're in <laughs> Southern. <laughs> 
Welcome. Welcome. Here we are. That was a great intro. Thank you. Thank you, Erica. I should just do all the intros. Next I time. I kill it. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. Great. So we are in <laughs> the South Shore. Indeed. And uh, we love the South Shore. Yeah. We, um, we've had a bad habit of going there and like batch interviewing right like we go there and we interview four breweries we interview yeah, three breweries we do we do but that was a bad habit or not no but. no no but i've fortunately been able to through those experiences go to breweries like one off in the south shore and be mm. like oh i want to go to untold yeah i want to go to want to come back see whatever yeah and all, one of the breweries i always make sure i stop to still like them yeah that's where we're at right now exactly today. i like the beer they're brewing same. That's this, rad. This hell is amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's actually very refreshing after a day of drinking. Some, At 104 uh, degrees. Yeah, it's crazy. Just saying. Yeah, it's this bad. That's all I want right now. Yeah. <laughs> and who are we with today? We're with Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you? Hey, guys. What's going on? You have a great oh, voice for podcasts. Fantastic. Uh, I've been working on it, you know? Like, yeah. yeah Practicing on the download? Yeah. I like it. Wow. That's, <laughs> well, that's cool. No, it's crazy kind of like hearing your own voice in headphones. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Used to. No, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we start every podcast by asking our guests their first memory of beer and their role at the brewery. My first memory of beer. Do we have to keep this? Like, you can keep it whatever you want. Like, like yeah. if I was under 21. I don't we are, are X-rated. We're, no, we're not X-rated. <laughs> we're R-rated. Yeah. I, well, yeah, no, nothing X-rated. Um, I'm just trying to think. My first memory with beer. Damn, I mean... Damn, I was probably like seven years old. My dad cool. was drinking like, I don't know, old Milwaukee, I think. Oh, and right. I was like, That's hey, can I get a sip of that? And he said yes, and I thought it was gross. <laughs> yeah. um, Typical story. <laughs> yeah, 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 we've heard yeah, that yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, that was probably my very first memory. Yeah, we haven't heard one that was like, at seven, I had old Milwaukee, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Started drinking every day. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. It was uh, it was definitely not the best thing I tasted. I couldn't understand why grown-ups like that stuff. Yeah. But um, as I got older, I, I realized it. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense yeah. now, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> uh, and your role at the brewery? So I'm the, uh, I, I guess a president is how I would refer to myself. Uh, oh, Found, founder. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know it sounds like elitist when I say it like that, but it's not. I don't know. Like, it's cool. I, I do literally everything, so. Nice. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. All right, so like I did some research beforehand. Stallwagon kind of started as like a passion project. 2016, you were kind of looking to be what, like a, a brewer for somebody else, but you ended up owning your own brewery. How did that happen? Yeah, that, I mean, that's the short version of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pr- pretty much. So, um, I mean, going way back to, I don't know, probably 2005, when did I graduate college? 2007, um, you know, I took the first job that I could get, which happened to be in financial services. Uh, the second job I applied for was at Harpoon for oh, cool. their distribution company, basically being like, I don't know, the guy that takes orders and, you know, trucks kegs over to right. places. Yep. And, uh, you know, I interviewed for that, didn't work out, um, didn't get the job. And then, you know, fast forward 10 years, probably applied dozens of times at other breweries, probably most frequently to Sam Adams. And, you know, it just seems like yeah. they had... You know, I, I had like an office job and they actually had office jobs. So I was like, oh, okay, this could be, this could be a fit. A good foot in. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, you know, just, it never, it never ended up coming up. So, um, yeah. Well, Jim's probably. listening. So he, he shame on you, Jim. <laughs> yeah. You missed out, man. Yeah, big fan of the podcast. <laughs> no doubt. I'm sure you could have had. I'm sure he gets that every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut hard, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Nah, but, um, but yeah, the, um. The, the real thing came along my uh, thank you Erica the uh, <laughs> the real the real change was my um, my first son was born in 2017 so 
I was uh, dealing with the sleep deprivation that goes along yeah. with, um, you know, new parenthood for the first time, going to, you know, my, my day job, kind of zombie-ish, realizing that I didn't have the mental stamina to, to keep going at something that I didn't have a full passion for. Yeah. Um, so you decided to go into a really tough industry with new kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think that went through all the way. Yeah. But, um, you know, I figured, hey, what the hell? If I'm working hard, at least it's something I love. Right. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. So that's, you know, convinced my wife. She yep. was she was super supportive and also sleep deprived, which yeah. I think played yeah. a pretty yeah. big role. So maybe that helped with the decision yeah, making. Like, oh, like, kind trick her into it. Yeah, it's a great idea. Why don't you quit your job that yeah. has benefits, you know, yeah. 401k, salary, vacation, like all, all the good stuff and just, you know, start a new business. That sounds like a great idea with a newborn, but yeah, no, she, she did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, talk about the early years of Stallwagon. Um, you guys, you were brewing, right? But you weren't the head brewer. You aren't that brewer. Uh, well, so, I mean, are we not still in the early years? I mean, we're, yeah. not, we're, not even, we're not even three yet. I was going to uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it, you're right. So I actually, we had, um, the, there were three of us that founded or three founders that, uh, started working here right from the bat. My brother, Dave and, um, Brian, uh, who was our original head brewer and he predominantly brewed, I mean, he brewed almost every single batch, um, up until, up until recently when he went, who kind of went separate ways. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, um, just to confirm before this, you were home brewing. I was. Time? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the home brewing while operating the brewery not so much you yeah know, yeah Stell wagon opened i i didn't have the time to right right mess around on uh 15 gallon batches anymore but um <laughs> you know my brother kept up on that cool and uh you know we, we were always churning out funky pilot stuff i was gonna say did any of those original recipes kind of come to the brewery when you first opened or uh not when we first opened but um the first one um kind of the first new new brand that we're releasing in a couple of weeks it's called coastal jammer and uh, we're gonna that that one was definitely inspired by a pilot uh, oh awesome by a pilot patch yeah yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. what was uh some feedback we were getting when you're a home brewer it's it's hard to solicit like honest feedback right like <laughs> everyone's amazing you're, you're, a home you're brewer. fucking rocks you yeah. should be a <laughs> professional brewer and they're pouring it out in the backyard but no, were you getting that feedback no no. Oh well. No, I would say. What kind say, of friends do you have? I, I would say most. Well, for good nine, friends. Yeah, not, yeah nine, exactly. <laughs> most of the time, I, I was. I'll be honest. So it started out. I was 21 years old. It was the first time we homebrewed, and I was pissed because what we brewed didn't taste like Bud Light. Damn you know, it. That, that was what I was. Yeah, that's what you wanted. Yeah. 21. Yeah. You want to yeah. crush those. Yeah. 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 So I was like, how do we get this clear? How do we, <laughs> you know, get it so that way it's not crazy bitter? Um, and then eventually, my taste developed a little bit. Um, I would say that. 90% of the time that I was home brewing, the feedback was always like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's, you know, I, I drink this. It wasn't until the yeah. very end when I started getting real serious about it that somebody was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is pretty good. I'd buy this. I'm going to be honest with you. If you brewed Bud Light like successfully the first time, <laughs> you would have been like the best brewer. In Done. The <laughs> yeah. And like that's a hard beer to brew consistently, right? Yeah. In, in hindsight. Yeah. A hundred percent. So like, it's all right that you didn't brew it the first time. Appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> but like you said, towards the end, people were kind of like, was that kind of like the bug in your ear? Like, yeah, maybe I want to do brewing professionally. Um, n no, I mean, honestly, my beers were never like I could, I could brew, but I wasn't, you know, none, you knew of, your none of this stuff. I knew my limitations. Yeah. I wasn't, you know, I had zero professional experience. So, you know, that's why we had partnered up with Brian, um, who had been in the industry for a while. Yeah. So you were just um, drawn to the industry. You weren't necessarily trying to. I was going to do whatever I could. Yeah. 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 And it just so happened whatever I could was to start one. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. 
So you guys are still kind of considered like a small brewery, right? I would say so, yeah. yeah. You said recently, like, the cool part about being a small brewery is we ha- if we have a cool idea, we brew it. Yeah. Is that still true? 100%. Yeah. So what are cool ideas do you have right now? Oh, man. Um, so nothing nothing on the schedule yet, but, I mean, we've seen a lot of other breweries messing around with, like, brewing beers with, like, marshmallow fluff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We do we do a, a lot of like fruited sours, some yeah. very heavily. Yeah. Um, others not so much. Um, the very heavily fruited sours have like lactose in them. Mm-hmm. So you know it's not a huge population of people, but a lot of a lot of folks steer away from those because of the you know intolerance to lactose. Yeah. So it's like, well, how do we? Can we can we do something that does something similar? And it's like, well, it's just marshmallows. <laughs> it's, not, it's not it's not new. Like I mean, people have been doing yeah. it for a while now. Right. But we've right. never done it, so yeah. it's new to you guys. Mess around yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys first opened you know like what did you think your brewery would have been known for and what are you guys known for now it's a good question so when when we first opened it was 2018 it's like i mean i feel like we're still in this craze the haze craze Um, we still are forever yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) we're drinking clear beer right now but (laughs) i know seriously we have four beers of of hell's lager um (laughs) but yeah i wanted to be known for hazy ipas i mean it was it's what you know, we're in we're in the South Shore. We're in New England. New England. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like okay, cool. We have a beer that's like named after our region. Let's embrace that. Yeah. Also, it was like all I was drinking at the time too. So yeah, I wanted I wanted it to be, you know, I wanted our focus to be on stuff that I like to drink, and I think everybody else at the time too. For sure. And people certainly still like to drink it. I was gonna yeah, say yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, we we see it. I mean, it's still what we predominantly brew. I mean, we must brew fifty percent of what we brew is like hazy yeah. IPA. Yeah. Uh, and it sells, you know, it's like, I love the hells, but, you know, we'll, we'll sell through 10 batches of IPA before this sells through. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Um, do you enjoy being kind of a, a hype brewery in a sense that you're brewing, you know, fruited sours and hazy boys and, you know, everything else? Yeah, for sure. That's, yeah. that's fun. I mean, the, the, I guess the pressure on it. <laughs> I remember a, a guy that, um, would buy beer for a, for an account of ours early early on like one of our first accounts was like hey do you feel like pressure to keep being innovative yeah i was like (laughs) at the time i was like no i mean we were also like seven months in so exactly um you know we'll just keep you know keep keep going right keep pushing it right and um and now it's kind of like okay well you know always have people coming in what's new what's Mm. new like oh we just dropped this beer a couple weeks ago like yeah i had that (laughs) Like okay, um, oh god, oh, Jesus. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Sorry, stay dude. tuned. Just, just give us a minute. We'll, yeah, like, we'll think of something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get into what like the public is demanding from your brewery, and uh, we have a word from our sponsors. Take it away, some guy, Ryan. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers! At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWROOTS 
for 10% off your online order today. Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. Uh, I'm curious. The South Shore is pretty diverse with like their beer drinking. You have, you know, IPA breweries. You have haze breweries. You have certain breweries all across the area that kind of do different things. But is that because the public is demanding different styles, or is it just kind of that's what your brewery kind of fell into? People demand all sorts of different styles. I mean, the the best part of being, well, other than, you know, getting a chance to you know, have an idea and brew it, right? The other best part of being small is, you know, we're, we're intimately involved with our community. We know, you know, every day we get people coming into the tap room and we get firsthand feedback, right? Yeah. It's like, what, what do people want to drink? And it's all over the board. What's the you weirdest know? thing? Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not from a customer, but this may have come internally. Someone's like, we should brew a beer with meat. <laughs> and are, you, are you guys considering? <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. But maybe. <laughs> if you guys get desperate enough. <laughs> yeah. That would be like. But I mean, even what today, you do we, a barbecue were, beer? we were here at just quarter of three and people were lining up to come inside. Yeah, there's there a couple guys outside. Yeah, yeah. They were like waiting for you to open the door. They were like, whoa. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's not Dang. like that every. Is today Tuesday? No, it is. It is. Okay, you yeah. just say that. Oh, yeah, no, it's like every that day. every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like. The line was shorter today than. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but. The the South Shore drinker. What is the what is a quintessential South Shore drinker? I mean, I would say it's it's New England IPA, but lower on the ABV side. Okay, yeah. Right? So, so a sessionable like IPA. Sessionable IPA, but like higher than what you you know, not like like right in that sweet spot, like five and a half to six and a half, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. like I want flavor, I want full body, but I want to be able to go to the beach and drink this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you enjoy? having those styles i mean is that a drink that do you like the sessionable ones or do you like the hazy like do you like the beers that you brew no 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 no, no. Yeah. almost all of them yeah yeah that's awesome good yeah so obviously brian is no longer with the company who is right. what's the transition to a new head brewer what's that been like um who is the head brewer? it's yeah. been a yeah so the transition um has been great we um you know, we're taking a like a head brewer by committee approach. Um, Pat Cronin, as I mentioned before, is like our lead brewer. You know, he's taken over the reins on the brew deck. Awesome. Um, you know, he's got responsibility for hot side. Mitch Corgi is our lead cellarman, um, and he's got responsibility for cold side. And my brother, um, Pat, Mitch, and I are kind of all working together on recipe development. Nice. Sweet. Are you excited to kind of get back into that recipe development? Hell yeah. I mean, that's that's the, that's the probably the best part of it. That's my favorite part. Yeah. You know, it's also the most nerve-wracking, you know, <laughs> trying to make sure that, you know, what you're doing is something that people want to drink. Well, that's why like a drink. few of you, right? Like yeah. You can all kind of yeah. um, ax the bad ideas. One thing about your beer, in my opinion, it's been very consistent. I feel like you guys have a good, good do a good job with, like, QC and, and make sure your beer tastes consistent. Um, is that something that was important to you early on or... 
Yep. Yeah. The uh, the consistency, the QC approach. Um, you, for as small as we are, I, I think we spend a lot of money on it. We commit a lot of resources. Um, you know, just a lot of the infrastructure stuff that we're building out right now. Um, you know, a lot of the larger breweries probably take for granted that they have it, but, you know, we just bought a dissolved oxygen meter. Oh, nice. So expensive. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, we're getting a centrifuge. So expensive. Um, you know, so just, helpful. All those things are like insanely expensive. <laughs> like, so it, it, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like the first time you see, it, like, I just have this. I spent that much on yeah. this thing. Yeah, like a yeah. shoe box. Shoe box. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, but but yeah, no, that was a huge huge priority for me. Um, you know, I kind of, I'm, I'm not like a scientific person or anything like that. I mean, I did like science in high school, but oh, you know, cool. when I kind of, you know. You always talk to people or, that are in the industry when you're outside, and you're like, so, like, I always hear it's a combination of, like, science and art. Like, yeah. okay, I get the science piece of it. Like, there's, like, biology happening. Right. It's the art. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm like, well, you know, you got to, like, make the flavors taste good. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm, like, understanding <laughs> the yeah, balance. Understanding but, like, yeah, yeah. I always kind of wanted to make sure we were doing all the right things from a QC standpoint, yeah. like lab work and yeah. whatnot. Definitely. One of the hard things with fruited sours, and it's well known, is re-fermentation in the can. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are you guys doing to prevent that? I mean, have you had any issues? Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, just just very recently. Um, oh, sorry I, to bring up a story. No, 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 it's fine. It's like within the past week. Like, of course. Like three instances of it with two different beers. Like we always keep our, our QC, right? It's very, yeah. very high tech. You know, we have all this expensive stuff. And we put like a can of of it of uh, fruited sour over by the keg washer and it like heats up and I'm like yeah. alright cool let's see like what ends up happening and yesterday it was like oh my god did somebody just fire a gun in the brewery <laughs> it was that loud yeah we were like oh my god I've never seen that happen before in real yeah. life um, but you know I think the centrifuge is going to help a lot with that you know spinning out all the cells that are in there yeah um, there's also other things we can add um, to prevent the re-fermentation too so what do you do when that does happen like when you had that can go off this in the brewery I mean do you post about that do you send out a newsletter i mean i don't like how do you approach that situation where, like you know you've already sold these cans and that might happen in someone's house yeah i mean one of the things that we proactively have always always done with all of our fruited sours especially the ones that you know we're adding the fruit late our mm-hmm. smoothie machine series yeah um we want we tell everybody we're like yo there's fruit that's added late in this drink it keep it yeah, drink it fast and keep it cold. I mean, it says it on every can, so it's like kind of. I feel like people have fatigue of seeing yeah. you know drink fresh, keep cold. Yeah. Um, but like when folks come here and then we hand them a four pack, and hopefully, you reiterate hopefully it. everybody <laughs> is reiterating it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, when we we don't send a ton of it out to accounts. Yeah. Um, but so you try to keep do, it closer to home. So don't keep it in your car. Don't keep it in your car. Yeah. No, I mean, especially now, man. Oh, know? my God. God Today? I mean, that would basically pasteurize it, though, so it would probably be safer. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what was the beer that you guys were kind of known for? It was, you were focusing on, like, pale ales when you first opened, right, with uh, yep. a certain type of hop, right? Yeah, so when we were um, when we first opened, we started with Whale Watcher, Invisible Airwaves, Symbols, and Fireworks Display. Uh, all either IPA or pale ale. Um, And that's, you know, we like I mentioned earlier, like we've always kind of stayed in that lane. Um, But, I mean, we we like to use a lot of, we 
we experiment with a lot of different hops. We definitely have our favorites. You know, yeah. we use a lot of Citra, a lot of Mosaic, a lot of Galaxy if we can get it. Um, a lot of new new fun stuff that's coming out. We just did a beer uh, with a hop called Mackinac. Cool. Um, and it was, you know, it wasn't my favorite. It was different, though. Yeah, it was yeah. different. You know, I mean, sometimes it's not everything's a home run. Right. <laughs> it's interesting, though. Like, you say it wasn't your favorite, but then they're going to be, it's, it's probably going to happen. Like, all the consumers are be like, that was the best one I've ever had. Yeah, right, right. Well, you get people that say that, yeah. yeah. It's like, holy crap, this is the best Elway. And then you have this... Other people are like, this was a huge miss for me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, it balances. Yeah. Where do you um, gather that feedback? I know that you mentioned like a lot of people come to the tap room, they'll tell you, but do you get anything from untapped or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, yeah, definitely the tap room. Yeah. Um, that's the best. Uh, untapped is huge. You know, I'm, for a long time, I think I looked at every single check-in. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. Good for you, yeah. man. I can't say that anymore. I yeah. definitely skip some. Um but, yeah, I mean, I've gone down a lot of rabbit holes, too. Somebody rates right. something at two, and I'm like, what do you just hate? Like, you know, and you go back, and you're like, oh, you're a cider fan. I get it now. Yeah, yeah like, right, right, right. Never had beer before. Yeah, yeah, With this person's untapped habits. Like, yeah. but I don't know. You just, you get there. But anyways, yeah, you, um, untapped is huge. You know, people leave remarks on Facebook and Instagram. Pretty much anywhere we can look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with 200-plus breweries in Massachusetts, what keeps Stellwagen apart from a lot of them? I mean, that's, it's hard, you know. I mean, 200, I, I forget how many there were when we opened. It was like 160 or something. Like, yeah. yeah. So like, it's yeah. like... It's more know, than the we, state of North Dakota, so don't worry. <laughs> we, we, were, we were ready for, you know, we were already entering um, a market with a ton of breweries in it. Right. So, you know, there were, there were a few things that we try to do. I mean, we want to be community focused. I mean, we're, we're a small brewery first. I mean, right. we are a small brewery. You know, we we do a lot of uh, charitable. You know, a lot of a lot of work with charities, a lot of fundraising stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we always try to accommodate. You know, when somebody in town has a little, you know, they're raising money for whatever. whatever. Yeah, you know, like yeah. oh, you want to donate something? Oh, sure. Can we hold an event in your tap room? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, so our so our location is huge. Um, I mean, I feel like probably everybody says this too, but like we want to make sure our cans are fun. You know, if, if you know. You're looking at it on a Not shelf. Not everyone says that, actually. So yeah, well, many, good, many, yeah. many people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they say it. You know, it's I think like, I think most yeah. of them do. Yeah, yeah. Ma- some, 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 some people. No, no, no. But fifty percent. Yeah. We'll yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we we want to make sure that we have you know fun, you know, cool eye catching, yeah. cool looking cans. You know, just like it, the whole. It's an experience. You know, for sure. Like it, for sure. Only only part of it is what it tastes of what your beer tastes like. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of everything going into it. Yeah. So. Should we do another sponsor break? I think so. Before we do that little sponsor break. You have a really good question you want to ask? Nah, just oh, kidding. Okay. Let's go to the sponsor break. <laughs> good tease. Great tease. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The best tease. Cool. Take it away, Sun Guy Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. 
There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. And we're back. We just came back with an amazing idea for us to get out of the beer industry. We can't disclose it, though. We'll yeah, we don't want to talk about it. We yeah, talk no. about but it. we also don't want to get out of the beer industry. That's true. We right. Want we want to in it. We want like to a hands. side gig. Yeah. 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 It will Everybody supplement. Yeah. 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 Uh, you're s- kind of standing behind a wall of barrels. Are you guys getting into barrel aging? Is that a secret? It's not a secret. No. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. The room we're standing in is called the barrel room. The barrel room. Oh, Tell us more. Yeah, that makes sense. So we uh, had this great idea in a, in late 2019 to um, to create more space. Uh, we were getting a lot of requests to, for private events. Can we rent whatever? And we never wanted to like close down the tap room uh, for a private event because yeah. like you know that's how we make you know pe- people coming here is money. Like, make money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so we had this awesome idea. So let, let's make another room. This was just storage. Um, and, you know, we finished it in, I think, like, March um, March 14th. Oh, right 20, before the pandemic? Oh. oh, right before I love that date. Yeah. Right before yeah. we weren't allowed to let anybody in the building <laughs> oh, yeah. anymore. So, so we, it's been, in like, a longer rollout. But anyways, yes, to, back to your question about the actual barrels. Um, we, we've been into barrels the whole time. Cool. Um, couple, there's probably six barrels up there right now that um, started in July 2018. Oh, Holy wow. Yeah, wow. Ju- July 20th. That's awesome. And we opened July 5th. Are you so a like, cu- couple of weeks after we opened, um, I was like, all right, hey, we're going to take a long view in this and um, let's let's see how it goes. We were just tasting some yesterday, actually. Good? Yeah. Some Good. of them. Some <laughs> of them. <laughs> look at better. Yeah. We'll, we'll blend them. Yeah. I'm, I'm not an experienced, you know, barrel-aged beer uh, person by any stretch. So, yeah, some of them were good, some of them not so much. But from what I've heard, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. 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 They're, yeah. they're each, you know, same beer, two different barrels, and um, each one is a completely unique experience, which is what makes them yeah. cool, but also, you know, like a little bit of a gamble yeah. right. when you're brewing. Right. No, definitely. Um, do you guys have a flagship? Um, n- yes, I would say we do now. Um, when we opened, we were just like, ah, we'll just brew a whole brew bunch of different yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Invisible Airwaves... Yeah. Um, is definitely, I mean, we never intended it to be, but it just kind of evolved into it. Yep. Um, we brew, you know, we're brewing it uh, every other week now. And, uh, you know, because of that and just because it's popular, it's easily what we sell the most of. Yeah. Mo- most people, when, um, you know, when they meet me and they're like, oh, you, you know, you work at Stellwagen, you own Stellwagen? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, that's really cool. I love your beer. I'm like, oh, nice. Which one? And they're like, um, Airwaves. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, for our listeners who may not know about it, can you tell us a little bit about Airwaves? Yeah, um, Airwaves is a New England style IPA. Um, it's got citron mosaic in the dry hop, seven percent. You know, it's um, characteristic of the style. It's it's easy drinking. It's not super bitter, but you're getting a ton of like citrus and tropical fruit from the yeah. hop uh, from the late hop additions. Uh, it's it's delicious. Um, you know, we use a good good amount of adjuncts in the uh, in the grain bill to promote you know mouthfeel. And uh, the name, so if you look out our building, we're right next to a radio station. Um, so that was part of it. Um, well, I guess it's inspired by Spirit of the Radio, which is a Rush song. Yep. Um, 
another fun fact about Marshfield is that it was the very uh, it was the home to the very first voice radio broadcast. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I told that story a lot okay. early on, <laughs> and I I don't remember what year it was anymore. It was like 1908. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was down in Brant Rock, and um, it was a guy like um, he was singing. It was Christmas carols. I want to say he was singing Silent Night or something on Christmas Eve okay. just from the tower and, like, broadcast it out yeah. to some ships that were, like, sailing by or whatever. They must um, have shit their pants when they're like, why are we here yeah, Silent like, Night? seriously, you were always, like, I guess you were just kind of, it was the Morse code yeah, or, like, yeah. whatever, and then all of a sudden a voice comes through it. Yeah. Yeah. They must have thought they were haunted. Yeah, it must have been pretty sweet. Yeah. So then let's... Back up as well, Stellwagen. Where does that come from? Stellwagen. Uh, all right, cool. So yeah, yeah. Let's again, go one, one of those, one of these <laughs> things where I think because I know something that everybody else does. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yes, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted the which is never the case, um, <laughs> and vice versa all the time. Um, so Stellwagen is, an, it's a marine sanctuary. Um, okay. Like a nat, it's part, it's a part of the National Marine Sanctuary structure. What it literally is is an underwater plateau that stretches basically from the tip of Cape Cod up to Gloucester, um, and it's um, home to some of the best whale watching in the world, uh, uh, some of the best commercial fishing in the world. It's like a super diverse marine okay. habitat. It's all hundreds, makes sense now. Hundreds and hundreds of like different marine animals live there. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really cool. Um, like I was watching, I like fishing. Uh, I was watching a lot of Wicked Tuna yep. when, uh, at the time <laughs> that, uh, Stellwagen was starting and they do a lot of the fishing at Stellwagen okay. on that show. So, uh, it was a no brainer. Yeah. It just, it, just it was, was like drilled into your head. Like this has to happen. And, you know, it was funny. I was, um, a friend of mine, um, helped a lot with the original branding of Stellwagen works at a brewery up in Maine. Um, his name's Parker. And uh, he was the one who actually came up with it. Like, I had thought of it, but I was like, nah, that just sounds too easy. Like, I Everyone want, knows about this. <laughs> I want something that resonates with local people yeah. and, you know, pe- that folks can relate to around here. So that's just like, come on, that's like obvious. And he was like, no, like, I think that's a cool name. I was like, really? Okay. So I stewed on it for a while. Yeah. And, uh, and couldn't, literally just couldn't come up with anything better. <laughs> Ryan, and, you work in the fish industry. You know about Stellwagen? Yep. Oh, shit. Of course I was going to say, I'm cheap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I didn't cool. know about it. Neither, neither grew up I. in the North Shore my whole life, so it probably like, makes cool. sense. The uh, the best thing is when when I say what like oh Stellwagen Bank and and they're like you named your brewery after a financial institution. You're like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird. And I'm like oh sorry, let me back up. Like no, it's a fishing like fishing whale watching. Like, yeah. Oh, okay yeah. cool. Like you know where do you live? Yeah. Like, oh all right cool. I, I don't know. I just assume people. No, that's that's. I'm, that was the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah, no, Literally but it all makes sense now because like Stellwagen and the Whale. I'm like, how did these? Yeah, where did they? Mix? One of my best friends works for Gordon's, like the fish stick company yeah. up in Gloucester. Um, said the same thing to me. He was like, dude, what sweet name? What's it mean? And you're like, dude, really? <laughs> that's come so on, funny. man. <laughs> yeah. I hope Gordon's is a sponsor, or she gets some dollars from them. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll reach out. They are, yeah. No, no. <laughs> so I'm curious, what are you guys brewing on? What's the system? Uh, we have a ten-barrel direct fire uh, brew house, two, nice. two, two, um, two vessel. Nice long brew days for you guys. Um, depends. Yeah, depends. If it, you know, we do. We have um, four ten-barrel fermenters and four twenties. So single brew days aren't bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, double brew days can be a little bit longer. Yeah. For sure. Um, you know, if we had that third whirlpool vessel, it would be a little quicker, but. Yeah. One day. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of someday, what what would if you could make one purchase right now, what would that purchase be for your for your brewery? 
I mean, can I cheat seeing as I just bought it? Sure. Like the centrifuge? Yeah. 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 No, we just, we just bought one. That was a huge investment, but I'm excited for Ooh-hoo. it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys canning on site? Yep. Wow. So yeah, nice. we have a um, uh, AB Craft Can 15, so it's, it's forehead filler. Nice. It's, uh, it felt like insane overkill at the time <laughs> when, uh, when we opened, because we ha- we've had it from day one. Oh, wow. Um, that was a lot nice. of the, the good advice that I got from folks, because yeah. I was thinking about just getting like a... You know, ma- manual, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. manual <laughs> can. <No. laughs> and they were just like, dude, don't do it. I was like, I don't know. We're going to be doing like 10 cases at a time or something like that. Like, it's not going to be that bad. Um, and at first we did, but, you know, we uh, when the pandemic happened and we had to pivot to 100% cans, we were yeah. so happy we had it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're upgrading it actually to double the through, throughput Ooh, in, nice. um, in a few weeks, actually. Sweet. That's awesome. Anything in the craft beer scene that kind of frustrates you right now? Um, I touched on it a little earlier, and I didn't think I would ever say this, but just like the constant, "Hey, what do you got that's new?" Yeah. Like, um, yeah, the constant desire for something new and different. We we were three weeks old, and we had people coming in asking that. Like, like we're we now. Just we're now. <laughs> like it's awesome because that what's that's part of what makes they're the interested, right? Fun, yeah, and that's why people like it. Yeah, but at the same time, again, it's like just give us a minute. We'll, Think of something. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So three years into the beer industry, obviously, last year being like the shittiest year. Um, was the local community important to you guys to, to remain, keep the lights on? Hell yeah. Um, I was terrified when, when we shut down or when everything got shut down yeah. last March. Um, you just, I had, I was like, who knows what to expect? I mean, we're, we're, we're so new. Like, right. you, know, we, you know, we have reserves to get through a couple months but like i don't i don't know like how long is this gonna last um and interestingly enough i mean we brewed more beer last year than than we did the year before oh. right i mean again it was only our second year so like it's not like that's not, crazy right but, but still um, I mean, that's impressive we you know that that first that first couple of weeks when i was you know when i was most nervous for how things were going to shake out this i mean the people just showing up with their cars, you know, being like, Hey, I'm here for my pickup order. You know, like <laughs> it was insane. It was like, it was like the day we opened again, you know, with yeah. just how, you know, or, or like any normal Tuesday. Obviously guys. With how crazy busy it was. It was awesome. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's local, right? That is awesome. And that was, that right. was the people around here that, that supported us. So the local, hearing that. are you, um, are you in distri- distribution? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's the whole state, right? Uh, not, not the whole state. Um, so we self-distribute, um, from like Boston down to Plymouth, uh, and we work with coastal craft distributors and they do the South coast, uh, and Cape Cod and the islands for us. Wow. Sweet. Uh, so that, that's pretty much it. I mean, we will do, um, a a one-off, you know, deliveries, North shore, Western mass Mm -hmm. as well, but that's not, not very often. Not very often. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So we want our listeners to come here. Uh, where are you physically located? We are located at 100 Enterprise Drive in Marshfield, Massachusetts. Yes. And the South Shore is basically, if you write, drive down through Route 3, you can go to a number of great breweries. Yeah, you Almost definitely can. All of them. Yeah, so it's definitely a destination. I we, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on the board of directors of South Shore Beer. I hope Ooh, Tino plugged right. it when he was talking <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we just had a meeting last night. 
There's, uh, there's. He said you were late for all of us now. <laughs> I was late for. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I totally was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's 12 of us now, and I mean, that's it's that's basically awesome. you know we we created this. I mean, this, again, it's not a new idea, but the South Shore Beer Trail, you yeah. know, start up in Braintree or down south in Plymouth, you know, whichever direction you're going, and just I don't know how many miles Route Three is, but you know, there's, there's 12, <laughs> 12 of us on the uh, along Route Three. It's great. Yeah. We say it a lot. The uh, South Shore beer scene is really, really cool. It is. It's it's great. You get amazing beer right along here. The one thing I like is that I think the people we're in the North Shore. People are nice, but I think down I, here people are it's certainly a different nicer. Vibe. I feel like there was more people centered, not just. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's awesome. We'll let our listeners decide. Exactly. You just gotta come down here and experience it for yourself. You all are from the North Shore. We That's are. right. Okay. Like OG North Shore because yeah. I feel like when people come here they're just like wow you guys are all a bunch of assholes. Oh, like it doesn't matter where. So you're my mom grew up in Cohasset. Yeah. So like I have the best of both worlds, but okay. definitely born and raised in the North Shore. I, I mean like from like outside the state. Oh yeah. I, I'm yeah, from yeah. outside the state. Okay. So I understand what you're saying, <laughs> but I've been here long enough where I, I kind of I just I've, you embrace it now. I've embraced it now. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, I grew up in Cohasset. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, where are you located on social media? Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, at Stellwagon? At Stellwagon. At, uh, at Stellwagon Beer. Nice. Cool. Yep. Cool. Cool. And uh, Erica, it. you got that yeah. last question? So uh, we always like to end our interviews. Well, lately we like to end our interviews with um, what would you like to learn more about? I don't know. I'm, I'm always a little bit of everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm an ADHD guy. Cool. So, like, trying to focus in on just learning one more thing. about one thing <laughs> is impossible. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it, it'll change in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I can drink to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easy enough. Well, thank you for doing this yeah. today. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks and, for having uh, me. We wish you guys all the success. Thanks. You guys Definitely. are doing a lot of things right, so. Yeah. Same at you. Oh, I don't know about that, but Aww, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well. Until next time. Cheers. 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 All right, Ryan just woke up from his Hefeweizen, Hefeweizen nap. Yeah. And he's very sleepy. I'm very sleepy. So he's going to go back to nap, so I'm just going to do the outro. So go to sleep, Ryan. He's asleep, so we'll do whispering. All right, so next week we have Lobs Brewing in one socket, Rhode Island. Yep, we went back to Rhode Island. Oh, no, he's waking up. Ryan, where are we next week? We're in uh, Winsocket, Rhode Island at Lobs Brewing. Oh, yeah, he was listening. All oh, right, so uh, enjoy the episode next week. Cheers. Cheers.